Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first podcast of 2022. I'm your host, Jeff Quake, and with me today is not only my new co-host, Shahid Speed, but Monarch Staffing's very own wellness committee. You'll hear from both Lisa Scaparato and Lisa Frazella in a two-part interview about mental health, nutrition, and more. To listen to last month's podcast, episode 10 of Out the Chrysalis, please go to www.monarchstaffing.com slash podcast. You can also listen to the episode on Apple Music and Spotify. I interviewed another Monarch Staffing success story during the month of December in Yama Bay and all the great work she's currently doing for an audiovisual tech company as a service coordinator. And now here's part one of Monarch Staffing's podcast, Out of the Chrysalis, episode 11 with Lisa Scaparato. Enjoy. And now joining me is our senior recruiter, Lisa Scaparato, to uh, talk furthermore about the wellness committee and her role here at Monarch Staffing. So first and foremost, Lisa, welcome to Out of the Chrysalis podcast. How are you doing today? Good. Thank you so much for having me, Jeff. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, we can't forget uh, my new co-host, uh, Shahid Spade, our intern here at Monarch Staffing. And uh, it's always a nice pleasure to have another uh, you know, person to talk to besides just one other person. So it, it's great to have you on as well, Shahid. How's it going absolutely. today as well? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad that we can finally have some good banner going on. Yeah, uh, absolutely. For the podcast, so I'm <laughs> sure have a little good. bit more entertainment for sure. So hey, I- I'm all for it. <laughs> Welcome, Lisa. Nice to have you as well. Yes, thank you, Shahid. Perfect. So, um, you know, first and foremost, uh, you've kind of uh, have been with Monarch for quite some time now, actually, because you joined after I did here. Um, and you, uh, I think had joined probably what, uh, like a month or two later. So you've been with Monarch staffing for over at least a year now at this point, correct? Yes. Almost a year and six months. Wow. Congratulations on that. It's incredible, uh, uh, feat right there. And just, uh, you know, happy to have you, you know, just keep doing what you're doing. And so you, you more so focus on the healthcare part of, uh, of the job for recruiting, correct? Yes, that is true. The majority of my jobs are entry-level healthcare um, positions. Fantastic. And what's that like from a recruiter perspective? Because we know, like with some of our other past recruiters that I've talked to before in the past, we have usually office administration and clerical work. But on this side of things for the medical, it's almost a whole new world. You know, it's something that many people might not think we would actually have because um, you know, it's just, it's such a different kind of part of the field there. Yes, absolutely. And it's really challenging times, especially with the pandemic. So, um, having viable candidates that want to go to work and be in this, um, crazy time that we're in has been really challenging and finding qualified candidates that have all their certifications done, um, have put themselves through schooling, Um, You know, we hire all different types of entry-level healthcare workers, and we have partnerships right now with four of the largest healthcare organizations in the Philadelphia area. So it has been very challenging um, finding candidates that really want to work in the pandemic. You know, they're putting their families at risk. They're putting themselves at risk. And these guys are just troopers. So it is an absolute pleasure to be helping people find great jobs in the healthcare field right now. Yeah, and I can add on to that. (laughs) No, you're good. I can add on to that just because uh, I have been working with Lisa on uh, the health recruiter positions anyway. 
And, you know, there's a lot of positions that people want to get into and unfortunately just don't have the means maybe to get vaccinated. And, you know, it's nice that we have the option that we do have here at Monarch Staffing when it comes to our diversity and, you know, working remotely uh, and, you know, working in the office or maybe even doing a hybrid option. Uh, having those options for people right now have been extremely important, especially because they don't want to put their own safety at risk. So just, you know, it's it's been a really tough time for everybody, but, you know, we're here and we're making it work and we're glad to get people jobs. Absolutely. Uh, beautifully well said by both of you guys make such a great point. And something I, I really want to touch base, and this is what it's going to be the, the highlight of today's podcast here, Lisa, is uh, you and one of our other colleagues, Lisa Verzella, um, you two, uh, especially in the, the middle of the pandemic, you both came out with a great idea and thought, you know what, especially with so many people's uh, you know, mental health and physical health. It's hard to even just get outside. I'm stuck inside all day long and I can't even, you know, and like some people like, have you, uh, she, you mentioned, you might not be able to, to go somewhere because you're healthy. You don't, you want to risk it. And Lisa, you mentioned the same thing and it's such a great point. And so one thing, at least internally, you helped create was the wellness committee with Monarch Staffing, and you already had some amazing events uh, last year. We'll get to in a second, but and Shahid, uh, I, w- I want your kind of perspective on this first before we turn it over to Lisa to help share the idea behind the wellness committee. But uh, you, know, at least internally, as another you know employee of Monarch Staffing, what's it been like for you though? Uh, you know, to have a, a nice internal uh, you know, kind of created group here? Uh, I'll definitely say that it's been extremely helpful. Uh, working on a team with Lisa and Kara has been one of the greatest experience I've had, especially <laughs> since we get things done so fast. We're just really good at working independently and yet we're all cohesive at the same time. And, you know, having that option to, you know, work on my own pace and we're still getting everything done works absolutely perfect for me. And it makes me happy. I know there's some people who, you know, obviously can't work independently and might need that structure. But the fact that we have the option to do that makes working here that much, (laughs) that much more better. So, yeah, absolutely. And then, so Lisa, kind of turn it over to you now. So, because you and Lisa V, you two had created the, the wellness committee. And so what kind of, uh, you know, how did you, I guess, come up with that initial idea and like what sparked that inspiration there? So during the pandemic, um, we were all working remotely at Monarch and we still are. Um, and there was a lot of isolation. Um, we went from being in the office, seeing each other on a daily basis and having, you know, colleagues that just were engaged talking to each other. Um, and then from there, we just discovered that a lot of the, our colleagues were a little bit depressed, um, had a little bit of isolation. Um, There was no real engagement. And not only mentally were we all a little bit down from the pandemic, but physically. And during this time, we were just starting to pick up um, and the workload was increasing because um, it's just you know, a time where a lot of people are resigning from jobs and looking for new opportunities. So we were busier than ever. And we just got everyone motivated and started this wellness committee and started new initiatives. And one of the first initiatives we came out with um, was a march just to get you out in March, the month of March. And it was called Steps. Um, So you basically would log how many steps you did every month. And that was really inspiring. So um, that kind of led to other initiatives. 
And we've been keeping strong ever since. And it's been really, really good for everybody, both mentally and physically for the company to have this type of initiative. And I encourage it for all companies to have if they don't already have it, no matter how small or how big you are. Yeah, those are some great points. I definitely agree. And, you know, I think two of the biggest things uh, that come from this is, you know, when people have a wellness committee to go to, uh, you know, and find ways to produce their productivity while, you know, decreasing their absenteeism, right? Because they are finding a place where they want to work, they're happy working. And, you know, I, of course, they get paid here, but, you know, they can take days off and get paid if they wanted to, but they still come in. And it's because we have these programs going in that make working here a good place to work and people are happy and that they have the options that they do. Yes. And a lot of things we're experiencing right now is a lot of parents are struggling by having to work at home and juggling um, work-life balance, um, working with their children, like around, we have one of our top recruiters at Monarch. Um, She has a child under the age of two, and she's the most successful recruiter out of all of them. So having children in the background isn't necessarily a bad thing. And I think a lot of employers nowadays are kind of being more accommodating than they used to be. It used to be strict in the office. And we're finding that a lot of people are resigning from their jobs after the pandemic because they want that life balance. So I think the job market is changing. Um, and I think, you know, people's mental health needs to be taken into consideration when they have families um, that a lot of the children are home from school and they're doing virtual learning. Um, and I think uh, more people are more so concerned about their families and their mental health during this time than they are about, you know, finding a job where they can just do, you know, in the office. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think being flexible with that as an employer um, we're going to see more and more of that. Yeah, 100%. I think that's, uh, you know, and, and like you mentioned, one of our, you know, own recruiters, you know, like, you know, when we understand like life happens and everything, one of our own recruiters, you know, they have a kid and sometimes like the kid might be sick or something like that. And, and this goes for anyone where it's, and that's why uh, it's so wonderful having, you know, uh, such a wonderful group, although our, our, you know, office is small theoretically, um it's wonderful because that's where we have such great support to help one another out and really say like hey like are you doing okay and we can check in anytime whether phones or microsoft teams or or zoom you know just like we are and everything now and uh it's so wonderful having that support but it's also just as important saying hey like especially you know it's it's getting colder out that's no secret it's almost february and just uh i think just the other week was 15 degrees or something crazy like that so it's car problems yeah (laughs) for trap yeah car problems travel problems you know and and honestly climate weather yes and and the more (laughs) you think about it the more it actually kind of takes a toll on you whether you think about or not and some like little things that you do is you know, like, you know, like myself, I, uh, especially when it's broad daylight out, like it is today, it's a beautiful day with the sun out and everything. But for me though, like, you know, like just to say, it helps save electricity. I have the lights off, but you know, I, like, although I have all the lights off and the blinds down, it's that can play a major toll on you, whether people think about it or not. So it's, you know, open up this blinds, let the sunlight in, you know, just get some, you know, some sunlight overall, just Make sure you're just, uh, you know, stretching, and especially if you're at home working remote like we are, 
take some screen breaks, you know, because look at the screen too much, just it it affects you, you know, it can for sure. So it's it's so important to to have that mental health uh, initiative, like you guys kind of created, is where you're not only doing something physically, like the walks, um, where and, and what's nice about that is like all these little fun activities. It's not, you know, it's not like an just only a fun little competition between us, you know, although you could handle like a nice small you know, little prize just, you know, for like a nice incentive. But by the end of the day, what it's really about, it's about your health overall. And, and you know, a lot of us did a great job with all the walking and everything. And I, I think we got a couple other great initiatives overall. And I know last year, though, um, you had some, you and Lisa uh, Frizzella, uh, who unfortunately isn't here uh, with us right now. But, um, you know, uh, I know you both had together um, come up with some amazing ideas. Uh, Shahid, and then, uh, you know, I want to make sure I give you enough time to uh, go ahead with, uh, you know, the next question for, uh, for Lisa here. Um, what are your thoughts overall on um, what else we could kind of, you know, help do, uh, I guess, moving forward with the initiative here, you know? Um, I mean, personally, I, it's been working great <laughs> for our team. Uh, obviously very biased on that. Um, but, you know, <laughs> I think definitely we could definitely uh, do some more mental health checks on each other, even if it's not in our own team. You know, of course, we have our teams, but that also still can leave us separated at some point. So, you know, even checking in on, you know, our receptionist or even the boss, you know, she everyone needs to be connected in some some way, some shape or form. And, you know, we're doing it this way. Why can't we do it in a, you know, bigger form, which, you know, we already do. We do have certain days where uh, we come together through the wellness committee. Uh, what is it? Wednesdays that we come together and have all the company just talk to each other. It's nice to see everybody's face. And uh, it really just makes the community uh, feel strengthened and the passion that we're all here and able to still uh, do our job and still be friends at the same time. Yeah, Absolutely. All right, perfect. And Lisa, can you uh, explain to us more about what are some of the uh, next uh, events coming up that we uh, look for, are looking forward to this year? Some of the, your uh, the areas you're kind of concentrating on. Yes. So the areas that we're really focusing on it's three main areas: self care and emotional health, um, food and immune health and physical fitness and mental health. So all of those categories are broken down um, into different activities that we're doing, different initiatives. Um, so for self-care and emotional health, um, you know, just something as simple as getting into a schedule of taking time for yourself, taking a shower could be one little thing that just lifts you up and getting on a regular schedule for that. Um, for food and immune health, um, it's basically nutritional based. So putting healthy things into your body, changing those bad eating habits and focusing more on the greens and fruits and vegetables that kind of give you that energy to keep going. Um, and then physical fitness and mental health kind of go hand in hand. The more you exercise, the more your serotonin is going to go up and the healthier you're going to feel. So we're trying to really focus on those three things um, and rolling them out to our company. I know the owner of our company and president, she does a fantastic job of keeping us uplifted, keeping our spirits going. Um, one of the things she did over the time is she would give us half day Fridays, um, little things like that, like mental health encouragement to take that Friday, go lay by the pool, go for a walk, get outside, enjoy the sunlight. 
every Friday we were done by two o'clock. Uh, it's rare that employers do that. She also did things where um, she would let us have um, once a week meals. Um, she would have us take our family members out. And for eight weeks, we did meals every week. It's little things like that that employers should be doing um, just to kind of lift the morale um, and lift our spirits because we're put in such difficult times. They're actually calling it the great resignation. So employers are being stretched so thin that they're actually resigning from their positions because they're not getting that work-life balance. So if you can kind of incorporate mental health and wellness into your company structure, you're gonna find that more of your employers um, are gonna stay, employees are gonna stay. Um, so, you know, the pandemic has a lot of people paranoid, especially when I'm in the healthcare setting and for good reason. Um, and a lot of those people have to be on site. They do wear proper protection. Um, mostly everyone is taking the precautions that they need. But at the same time, we need to be doing things to make the, um, you know, the employees feel like their mental health is being supported. Um, so yeah, I mean, we have a lot of initiatives that are rolling out this upcoming month. Um, right now we're, we're on the physical fitness point of things, um, but it's, it's a very exciting times um, for us at Monarch Staffing, just because, um, you know, we're really checked in with each other's mental health. Um, and another one thing I want to bring up is, you know, therapy was always a stigma that a lot of people had. Um, you know, we just had a recruiter that also suggested therapy services just because everyone's feeling so isolated right now and not getting that social interaction. So I'm all about therapy. I think it's a great way, even if it's just with a friend, it doesn't have to be with necessarily with a professional, like a buddy system or anything. So I really, what do you guys think about like therapy? Oh, I'm so glad that I thought, I think it's really great that you bring this up because um, therapy for some reason is taken in a very negative light in a lot of different areas. And I, exactly. I think people are just like, oh, well, people just think I'm mentally ill. So there's something wrong with me. Like, no, a lot of people, most people in this world are experiencing some type of uh, anxiety, depression. It's just something we experience in life. And, you know, going through that therapy is absolutely normal for you to go to go and seek help. If you feel as though you need help, you should go and do that because, you know, taking care of yourself, is going to be the most important thing moving forward in your own life, right? And so I'm glad that we're able to have a more positive talk about this and, you know, have positive talks around the idea of therapy and mental health, because it's not always something bad. It's just something that, you know, we have to uh, handle in certain ways. Uh, some of us can handle it through, you know, like you're uh, putting stress on physical fitness, you know, that can definitely improve your mood or your uh, emotions at that point in time or in the morning you know opening the blinds as Jeff mentioned you know it's that time of the year where we're getting seasonal depression because we're experiencing a lack of sunlight so getting that those vitamins that you talked about again uh, is really gonna help you out throughout the day so um, positive positive talks around the idea of therapy can really be beneficial to a lot of people and it's something we should definitely uh, continue to talk about here. Yeah, yes. I mean, you guys both, uh, you know, were absolutely spot on. And uh, a real quick, um, you know, one of our, again, Lisa, you mentioned one of our colleagues uh, mentioned, uh, you know, and I think it's a great way um, to, to do it and to kind of help push towards it. Um, 
here is, and we can always put it in, in the description be, uh, below, uh, you know, the, the link as well, but it is www.cerebral.com. And uh, right now they actually are having a, a, a nice deal up to 65% off your first month. So I'd highly encourage it. Um, and also, uh, it, it's it's just a great, I'm so happy that you brought it up, Lisa, because it's so important. And like you guys mentioned, it's for whatever reason, people in the past have always had this negative stigma about, oh, you, you have mental health issues. And, and that's a major, major problem. I, I don't want to, I don't want to deal with it. And it's for, uh, we, we got to stop that for whatever reason, people get so frantic about it and say, oh, like, good luck with that. And they kind of shoo the people away. And, and on the other hand, we shouldn't do that anymore. We need to help you know, encourage people that like, Hey, it's okay that you're experiencing like, you know, uh, like that you're, you have anxiety or something like that. Or, or if you're going through depression, know that we're here for you. And you, we always want to help encourage people and say, just, just try to talk to someone if you're comfortable with. And Lisa, that's what you mentioned earlier. It's like, uh, if you don't want to go to a therapist, that's fine. If you have someone very close to you, a family member or a close friend, um, or even just someone, a colleague, you know, just someone, you know, you can talk to and just say, Hey, like I, I, I have some things going on and I, I just, I need to talk to someone about it. And, and that's okay. It's not that you're letting your guard down or anything like that. There's nothing wrong with it. And, and then I, I know there's a few close family friend, uh, family members and uh, friends of mine who you have dealt with anxiety and depression and everything. It's so important to talk about it. Um, and to really help encourage people and, and make it a positive, um, I, I guess you could say positive experience in a way where we're not exactly shoving away all of their problems. We're kind of help accepting them and saying, we're here together to, to try to do what we can to help you the best way we can. Um, so it's www.cerebral.com. And remember, they do currently have a, uh, up to 65% off of your first month if you sign up with them. Um, again, one of our uh, colleagues referred uh, us to them. And I think they'll, you know, do wonderful work there. So I'd highly recommend checking them out. Um, and so actually coming up, uh, we're getting ready to take a commercial break and coming up is a very important, um, message from, uh, actually a nutritionist we work with here at Monarch Staffing, Christina Fava. Uh, she's about to, um, uh, you'll, you'll hear from her in, in a, just a little bit, uh, in a quick, um, you know, commercial break. And then we'll be right back with Lisa Verzella to talk about her side of what it means to be a part of the wellness committee. So uh, Lisa, unfortunately, um, you know, that's all the time we do have for today, but I want to thank you for this first half of the part two interview with the wellness committee here at Monarch Staffing. Yes. Thank you so much, guys. I loved it. Yeah. Thank you so much. So much insight. And we really appreciate all the work you're doing on the wellness committee. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It was a pleasure. And that was our senior recruiter, Lisa uh, Scaparato, and upcoming is uh, Lisa Rizella. And again, part two of our wellness committee. And now enjoy a quick uh, PSA from Christina Fava about nutrition. Enjoy. I'm Christina Fava, registered dietitian and nutritionist and believer that food is medicine. I find true joy and fulfillment in helping others establish a balanced lifestyle, providing a realistic, lighthearted perspective. I received my bachelor's degree in marketing and entrepreneurship from Northeastern University. After working for two years as a graphic designer and marketing manager in the real estate industry, I decided it was time for change. 
About that time, I had to completely revamp my eating habits due to food intolerances. This was very eye-opening as I enjoyed sweets and typical processed foods. I adapted to a whole foods approach to eating and had my sweet tooth extracted. Well, not exactly, but I completely lost my craving for sweets due to this newfound lifestyle. Being extremely passionate about nutrition and living a healthy lifestyle, I decided to go back to school to become a registered dietitian and get my master's degree. Whether you're looking to fine tune your eating habits, lose weight, increase energy, improve digestion, gut health, or have been diagnosed with diabetes, high cholesterol, or high blood pressure, I am here to help. And welcome back to Out of the Crystals podcast. Again, I'm your host, Jeff Quake, and alongside with me is my co-host, Shahid Speed. And uh, in part one of this interview, uh, before the commercial break, you heard from our senior recruiter, Lisa Scaparato, on the importance of uh, mental health and along which uh, what her and um, you know our other colleague, Lisa Frazella, who's going to join us momentarily now, um, you know, about the initiative for the wellness committee that they started last year in 2021 for Monarch Staffing. So again, welcome back to Adler Christmas Podcast, a Shahid. Uh, now that we're you know, back from the break, it's time to welcome in Lisa Rosella, our VP of Business Development. Lisa, how are you doing today? Great, great. Thanks, Jeff. Glad to be here. Yes, welcome, glad Lisa. So glad to see you. I haven't seen you in a while. I hope you're doing great. Hanging in there for sure. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Uh, so w- in part one of our interview with the wellness committee here, uh, for those who are, you know, might be just, you know, coming back to this uh, as a little recap, we talked with Lisa Scaparato on what kind of, you know, what sparked this idea to create the wellness committee. So we'll start off with that, Lisa, is because um, you've been with actually Monarch, with Monarch Staffing for uh, f- about 14 years now, because I believe you started somewhere in 2008, correct? That's correct. Yes, Jeff. Um, I started in, on tax day in uh, <laughs> April of 2008, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. And um, so it, it's been a long ride. Uh, last year, well, actually 2020, obviously the world changed for all of us. Yes. And um, with having a decentralized workforce, uh, all of us working pretty much remotely, uh, it brought about the issue of um, wellness um, as a team and how we can maintain wellness for all of us, again, especially in this remote environment. So the wellness committee was formed last year and uh, we have developed initiatives throughout the year to help people stay on a path of wellness uh, in a lot of different areas, um, not just physical wellness, but mental wellness, uh, uh, self-care, emotional wellness. It's been a very uh, trying time for people since 2020, so we found a need um to help people along with their wellness uh, while we're working the way that we are now in this remote environment. So that was kind of how the committee came about. And each month we try to focus on different areas that um, fall under that umbrella of wellness. So that's kind of how things got started. Perfect. There you go. And I think it's such a great 
uh, a, a first step in recognizing, hey, like it's a whole new world for everyone. We're doing what we can to help you know, our company internally. And then, you know, and then that's also the goal of today's podcast is to uh, kind of share these tips and tricks and, and little things for hopefully other people who are, are at other companies to hear this or just in general to see what kind of, um, you know, helpful hints that we can help provide and say, hey, like, here's what's working this for us. It might not work for you, but here's what we're doing. And, and hopefully it can help inspire you. And Lisa actually talked a lot on uh, what you guys have been doing in the committee, but I do want to go back a little bit and, you know, go back to what you said about, you know, the transition of 2020. So, um, of course, you've been in sales for a long time. So if you don't mind just telling us a little about how maybe, um, you know, how mental health right now has, you know, changed experiences of you going out and doing sales before COVID, you know, and versus now. Yeah, Um dramatically has changed things for me. Um, So my job with Monarch was literally to be out knocking on doors, talking to clients. um, And I'm a hugger. So I was out there hugging people and, (laughs) uh, you know, making connections, uh, visiting clients. And all of that came to an abrupt stop on March 13th of 2020. And so now um, I work remotely in my home. Most of what I do is done either by phone uh, or virtually by means of Zoom, uh, Teams, uh, different platforms uh, where people can meet virtually. And um, I'll be honest with you, it's, it's become for someone who is, I consider myself an ambivert, to be honest with you. So I'm introverted when I'm home. Uh, I, I like to be home when I'm home, but I'm very extroverted when I'm out there. So um, for me, it's been very challenging to work by myself day in and day out. Um, I live alone. So there, I have a cat, but he's worthless anyway. So, <laughs> so it's just me. Um, and it gets lonely. I'm not going to lie. Um, yeah. I, I'm thankful for our meetings and the times where we do have to meet virtually or talking with clients on the phone. Um, that is a form of therapy for me, to be honest with you. So um, the integration of wellness uh, in dealing with the way that my job has changed has helped me tremendously. Uh, even something as minor as getting into morning meditations, uh, which were one of our initiatives uh, at one time, just meeting every Monday morning to do a quick 10-minute morning meditation. And I've made that part of my uh, everyday activity now just to keep myself sane. Um, you know, it, it, it can be very trying to uh, constantly self-motivate um, take initiative, stay on track, be productive day in, day out. Uh, it, it can be very challenging. And I look to my teammates um, here at Monarch to help to spur me on, you know, to, to keep me motivated and um, uh, vitalized so that I can continue my um, job in bringing in orders for the company 
Um, and every now and again, even some candidates will reach out to me as well. So um, it really has helped someone like myself that was used to being out all the time and do a 360 to not be out at all. Uh, so it, it's very challenging. Even if I wanted to go out and visit now, most of the clients that I work with are also working remotely, or if they're in their buildings, um, they have very um, strong restrictions on who can come in and out of those buildings uh, for whatever reason. So um, I'm, I'm here and I'm doing it remotely for the most part. So wellness means a lot to me, especially in my headspace. Um, as well as physical. I mean, obviously, you know, sitting all day, you, you need to make sure you get up and move. Um, it's self-care, um, the foods that you eat, it all falls under that whole, uh, again, umbrella of wellness. Definitely. Uh, I, I totally hear you on that. And, you know, transforming an entire lifestyle because of, you know, this pandemic has been, you know, really rough, I'm sure, on everyone. But, you know, the fact that, the wellness community is working on that. Like I totally get like, I don't want to sit around my desk with jelly legs all day. <laughs> so, you know, I want to get up and get moving because I, I yeah. start to feel down if I'm sitting down for too long. So, you know, the fact that you guys are even doing this for the wellness committee means a lot for this, uh, you know, the team. So it's nice to hear. Um, and thank you for expanding on that. Sure. Yeah, no, I think it was very well said, Lisa. Uh, you covered a lot from literally head to toe. And I think that was uh, wonderful to give such a very thorough answer and to, you know, what, you know, because the world's changed, you know, and it's forever changed and everything. And, and it's so crucial to, and as you mentioned, um, you, unfortunately, you lose that everyday interaction because when you, there's a huge difference between working remotely versus in the actual office because in the office you get to see people you get to you know you get you can uh stretch your legs or anything and oh i'm going to go over to to that person's desk and just say hi for you know two seconds or or two minutes or 30 seconds or you go over by the water cooler or go get a coffee break together and and you know virtually the only way we interact is on the phone or through microsoft teams or anything like that or through email and that's about it and unfortunately although like you see people over Microsoft Teams and Zooms and, and over those video calls, it's not the same because although you can, you know, it's nice how we have that feature um, and, and, you know, can use that to revenge because we can, I mean, especially if you really need to have a very important um, conversation with someone, you can see how they're, you know, how they look and feel and really get their whole body language and everything. So it's, it's very important that way, but it's just as important because you you know, we need daily interaction face to face one way or another. And this is, you know, unfortunately, I know some people thrive when it comes to working remotely and others, they struggle, unfortunately, unfortunately, and, and there's nothing wrong with it. But that's also where for those who do struggle, that's where we need to be extra supportive one way or the other and just say, hey, like, is there a way, um, you know, what can we do to help you, uh, you, you know, better settle in during, you know, the, uh, working remotely and everything. Um, so no, I, I think that you touched on it. Um, uh, you know, it was very well said and it was, oh, you brought up a lot of great points overall. 
Um, my next question here for you, Lisa, is uh, so as part of the wellness committee and something that I think is such a, a, a unique aspect of it is you've done um, so much for us. And it's it's really nice on all the different, um, you know, kinds of different features you, you've mentioned. But one of the more underrated ones is uh, you have shared a lot of recipes with our team. So why do you, is it so important to focus on nutrition and how do you implement it into your everyday lifestyle? Sure. So uh, as I said, there there is that overall umbrella of wellness and what falls under that. Uh, and we found even more and, and as studies are being made, especially now with immunity and immune health in the way that we choose to eat. Um, so with being sedentary much more now uh, than before, it's even more important to um, eat in a healthy manner. And so what we, uh, one of the initiatives that we came up with was, you know, there are all these different components to being healthy, whether it's drinking a, a certain amount of water every day or um, movement, you know, getting up and moving, um, that the whole uh, mental meditation aspect of it. And food f- feeds our body, fuels our body. Um, it's, I found that uh, because we've been so busy, there were days that I went without eating until dinner time, which was not a good thing. You shouldn't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> you really shouldn't do that. So one of the things that we came up with was let's share different, especially healthy recipes with each other um, because we're all, well, we have all since 2020 been in and having to cook, I think a lot more, um, you know, takeout's not always the way to go. It's expensive. It's loaded with all the things that are not so great for you. So, uh, making your own foods became even more and more important to us. So one of my, uh, for instance, one of the initiatives that I took for myself this year is uh, I'm trying to every Sunday make, because it's winter and it's cold and it's been really gray in Pennsylvania lately, but that's reminiscent of Pennsylvania weather in the winter time. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> so my goal is every Sunday to make uh, a pot of soup that I have on hand for the entire week. So that gives me, even if it's just my lunches that I get out of that, um, it's something quick and easy that I can heat up, um, trying different kinds of recipes. Now's a great time to do that. And when they're successful, those are the ones that I share uh, to our wellness channel, uh, which we've actually titled Mind, Body, Spirit, because there's such a connection to uh, all three of those. They they uh, work in conjunction with each other all the time. So so food, you know, uh, we have to look at it differently when we're in this remote world now because um, it's all that much more important to feed our systems and keep our immunity up uh, with you know, not just COVID, there's a lot of stuff floating around out there. The flu is still something that comes and goes every year. Um, I know I personally suffer with uh, sinus infections at the change of seasons. I know a lot of people that do. 
just a common cold. You know, there's that old adage of chicken soup, you know, uh, for the soul, as well as uh, to treat a cold. And there is science to prove that. So um, eating well and um, sharing uh, those kinds of things with the team, I think is helpful to all of us. Plus, I don't know about you, but I've ch- cooked chicken for so long, for so many years, you're always looking for a new way to cook chicken. So let's share Absolutely. that idea with everybody else that's looking for a new way to cook chicken. Right. So. <laughs> you can only fry and bake chicken so many times. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So you just never know where the ideas are going to come from. And I think uh, sharing them is is just really important. And it's fun. That's the fun part, too. So it's all good. Oh, wow. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, definitely need to see more of your cooking skills. Hopefully at some point we'll be in the yeah, office. Again. Absolutely. I, lo- I would look forward to it. Um, but you brought up a good point about how, you know, sharing is caring, to be honest with you. Yeah. And a lot of people in Monarchs, I think, appreciate what you guys are doing. So, you know, as we move into the final question, I just want to know what's your thoughts and feelings on how, you know, the wellness committee is making an impact on the internal staff here at Monarch Staffing, because I'm sure we're all, you know, we've worked with each other. We're very close because we're so small, um, you know, and we've had the chance to be, you know, good friends, but, you know, COVID has really separated us and put us in a little bit of a solidarity situation where we are only working on teams. So how do you think the wellness committee has, you know, made an impact on that and changed the, you know, the environment that we've been in since 2020 started? Yeah, I think that, well, I hope that, um, you know, it's hard. It's it, the struggle to uh, engage people in, in a remote environment is ongoing. Uh, nothing is mandatory here, you know, when it comes to the wellness committee and the initiatives that we uh, put up each month. It's n- never mandatory. We just, you know, hope that people will join us for their own good. And I think that as people are joining in, they're finding it to be fun. Um, they're also, there's that camaraderie. Uh, like right now we're in this week, we're in the midst of a squat challenge. And um, I know I've, I've had conversations with some of my teammates uh, over the past couple of days about the impact of just doing one minute's worth of squats and uh, how fun it is, but how challenging it is. Uh, I, I think that it, it it brings about um, an atmosphere of what team is, that we all come together for a common purpose. And therefore, uh, if we could do it in a fun, informative way uh, that engages at least most people, then um, I think we're doing a good job at it. So uh, like I say, it's, it's, it's hard to get everybody on board all the time because people have different interests. Uh, people, everyone's busy. That's, that's neither here nor there because uh, we're all kind of in that same boat, but carving out that time. Um, you know, I can remember many a Monday morning when it was just me and Jeff on a Monday morning meditation. Um, but I would think that you would agree with me, Jeff, that after those 10 minutes, it was a great way to start our day, you know? Yeah, uh, no, absolutely. It, yeah, it was so yeah. inviting because a lot of the, the Monday, mor- Monday morning meditations, it was, it was very nice and peaceful um, yeah. to start your day because you know, I, I know yesterday, for for example, is a great example, actually, like, I felt so tired and groggy. And 
it's another Monday and yeah. starting off the week, you know, but yeah. those Monday morning meditations or just any morning meditations in general, it really helps, you know, we log on 15 minutes early and yeah, you know, although it's, it's, you log on 15 minutes early kind of thing. It's really to, you know, um, get yourself more awake and, and relax your mind and your body and just feel more relaxed instead of saying, oh my gosh, like I can't, you know, I wonder how many emails I have to catch up on just from the, right, the weekend right. alone, or even after 5 p.m. on Friday, and thinking, "Oh man, I I gotta uh, catch up on on a lot of things here." But just yep. kind of take a deep yeah. breath, relax, do the exercise, and you yeah. start off on such a nice note on on right. that nice start to the week. It's so refreshing. Yeah, just a great way to ease into the day instead of going into it you know, haphazardly, just full force, um, starting that, that grind and um, going at this furious pace that just doesn't slow down during the day. I think the meditations helped us to ease into the day. And then two, it, it's always that reminder that there's that place that you can go within yourself anytime, anywhere, when things start to get hectic and crazy, all you have to do is take a few deep breaths. People forget to breathe. And I really do believe that you, you, just taking a couple deep cleansing breaths will really clear your mind. It in the end helps you to be more productive. So I think that people lose sight of that, that they think they have to go a million miles an hour to get things done. When in reality, you could still get a lot done, but in a just much calmer way without stressing yourself. So many people are so stressed out um, over the past couple of years from all of this. And any way that we can help to ease that stress is what we're looking to do. So if it's through exercise, if it's through meditation, if it's through eating well, if it's through remembering to drink water through the day, something very basic, but that we lose sight of, again, because we're caught up in all this busyness. So uh, it really is about lowering your stress levels, um, uh, uh, staying on top of self-care. And in the end, eventually it, it helps, I think, your, your mental and emotional health as well. So, um, yeah, I, I, think, I think the team in general would say that it's a good thing. Again, not everybody participates and that's okay. Uh, they may participate and not share that they do. Who knows? But mm-hmm. if we're if we're just if somebody's picking up one thing from this whole initiative, then we've done our job, and I think that we're all in a better place for it for sure. Wow, that was amazing! Thank you for speaking on that. It was uh, it's really nice to hear that you know you have such a passion for this, and you know especially bringing up the fact that, you know, managing your mental health doesn't have to stress you out. It doesn't have to be a stressor. It can, you know, come from the simplest of things of you guys just, you know, meditating in the morning, right? The the smallest of things can help you get through the day, drinking water, right? Uh, you know, as long as you're doing these little things to help you throughout the day, and, and it's not a huge takeaway from of time from your work or, you know, your daily activities, it really makes an impact in the long term. And uh, it's something that people should be constantly thinking about. Um, but, you know, obviously we don't want to constantly be thinking about, <laughs> um, you know, why we yeah. might be upset about something or, you know, how we're feeling in the moment. But, you know, taking the time to, 
you know, realize that there's just sometimes we have to take the time off for ourselves and prioritize ourselves and make sure that we're doing what's best. And uh, so we can get through, you know, the rest of our lives. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Always search for the silver lining because there is one. Um, it, it might be hard to find sometime, but there is one. So I think it's important to do that every day and just stay positive. Stay positive for sure. Stay positive indeed. There you go. That's the message for the day. And that's easily the message of this podcast is always to stay positive. And, and Lisa, this has been such a true uh, pleasure having you on uh, out of the Chrysalis podcast here for Monarch Staffing. And, and it's uh, always been wonderful interacting with you whenever we, you know, our, our paths uh, cross. And, and thank you to both you and Lisa Scaparato, our senior uh, recruiter who we interviewed in part one of this two-part interview. Um, as always, it's been amazing talking with you uh, both really about this incredible initiative that you had started uh, within last year and how much it's really grown. Great. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. You're doing a great job with this podcast, Jeff. And um, I, I really hope that people take the time and, and listen. It's it's well worth it for sure. Absolutely. Uh, Shahid, any other final uh, closing remarks before we uh, end uh, today's podcast? Uh, I guess this this was my, uh, I guess, officially second podcast with Jeff. I'm really excited to, you know, keep going. Uh, thank you again, Lisa, for coming. You're always a great time. I wish I got to see you more, to be honest with you. Um, but, you know, keep her message in mind. Be positive. Stay positive, And, you know, everything will come in its own time. Awesome. Absolutely. I think that's the perfect way to end today's podcast. Again, a huge thank you to Lisa Scaparato, our senior recruiter. A huge thank you to Christina Fava uh, for that great uh, public service announcement on nutrition. And of course, Lisa Brazella, um, a huge thank you to you, who is, of course, our VP of Business Development and uh, Shahid Spade, my co-host. Uh, I'm, for uh, everyone here on Monarch Staffing's Out of the Christmas Podcast, I'm Jeff Quake, your host. Thank you so much for tuning in and uh, be on the lookout for next month's podcast. And uh, we'll leave it at that. We've got some things in the works. We'll see where it leads to. But other than that, stay happy, stay healthy and continue moving on. Thanks so much and enjoy the rest of your day. If you would like to listen to our last podcast episode for the month of December with Yama Bay, please go to www.monarchstaffing.com slash podcast to hear all about her advice on finding work during a pandemic, tips, and what made her so successful. If you would like to submit a resume of your own, please email hireme at monarchstaffing.com. Thank you to the Wellness Committee for joining Shahid Speed and myself for another podcast. And as always, be happy, be healthy, and be safe.